Hi, this is Pastor Daniel Bracken. You're listening to Kings Alaska podcast. I hope the word encourages you and you get a touch from God that brings transformation and equips you to experience life with people, power, and purpose. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy the word. If you open your Bibles with me anywhere because it's all good. If you open to Isaiah 28, ushers, if you help us out with notes, we do have notes for you this morning. I encourage you to take these notes, write them down, and as pastor says, as the Lord speaks to you right on the margins what God is saying to you, it's something that I've practiced, and I have, you know, hundreds of messages from Pastor Daniel. When I used to come here on Sunday mornings, I used to take notes, you know, and then I take a picture of it, and I got it all saved on my devices and it has really blessed me. And it got to the point where, you know, I'll hear Pastor Daniel preaching something. And it's like, man, he's preaching what I'm preaching. You go, Pastor. And I was like, right on. Like, we've had the same revelation. And then I come to find out it's his revelation that has entered into my heart and has become my lifestyle. Amen. And now I live it and I preach it. So come on. You want to experience greatness in your life? And you're, you know, you don't feel so great. Find someone who's doing great things for God, and you know, and um, do what they're doing. I was gonna say another big word, but I can't think of it right now. You guys, there, Isaiah, twenty-eight, and then we're gonna jump to Joel two, and then to Ezekiel thirty-four. We're gonna read three passages of scripture this morning. It's a word that Pastor Daniel asked me to preach. Amen. And it's the great Alaska outpouring or the Alaska outpouring. We are set for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that has been going on for many years, but it's going up to the next level right now. When we take on that hill tonight, you know, as you begin, and then next week as we begin in this power conference, it's going to be a revival that has started and is going to hit, you know, high gear and is going to reach all of the lower 48 and go to the every end and every corner of the world. Hallelujah. You guys there in Isaiah 28? All right, I'm reading the New Living Translation, and it says, So now, now God will have to speak to his people through foreign oppressors who speak a strange language. God has told his people, here is a place of rest. Let the weary rest here. This is a place of quiet rest. But they would not listen. Now Joel 2, 21 through 29, it says, Don't be afraid, my people. Be glad now and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Don't be afraid, you animals of the field, for the wilderness pastures will soon be green. Amen. The, the trees will again be filled with fruit. Fig trees and grapevines will be loaded down once more. Rejoice, you people of Jerusalem. Rejoice in the Lord your God, for the rain he sends demonstrates his faithfulness. Once more, the autumn rains will come, as well as the rains of spring. The threshing floors will again be piled high with grain. The, the presses will overflow with new wine and olive oil. The Lord says, I will give you back what you lost to the swarming, swarming locust, the hopping locust, the stripping locust, the cutting locust. It, is, it was I who sent this great destroying army against you. Once again, you will have all the food you want, and you will praise the Lord your God, who does these miracles for you. Never again will my people be disgraced. Then you will know that I am among my people Israel, that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. Never again will my people be disgraced. 
Then, after doing all those things, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on servants, men and women alike. And then in Ezekiel 34, 26 through 31 says, I will bless my people and their homes around my holy hill. And in the proper season, I will send the showers they need. They will be showers of blessing. And the orchids and fields of my people will yield bumper crops, and everyone will live in safety. When I have broken their chains of slavery and rescued them from those who enslaved them, then they will know that I am the Lord. They will no longer be prey for other nations, and wild animals will no longer devour them. They will live in safety, and no one will frighten them. And I will make their land famous for its crops, so my people will never again suffer from famines or the insults of foreign nations. In this way, they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them. And they will know that they, the people of Israel, are my people, says the sovereign Lord. You are my flock, the sheep of my pasture. You are my people, and I am your God. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Father, thank you for your word. I pray you speak to us this morning. Lord, that your truth would invade our hearts and our minds. And let every, Lord, every stronghold right now, Lord, that goes contrary to who you are, to what you say in your word, be cast down. And let us be enlightened by your spirit, by your word. Come on, if you have freedom to pray in the Holy Ghost, begin to pray right now. Lord, fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your truth, Lord. Let your blessing rest on this house this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. So there are seasons in the physical realm and seasons in the spiritual realm. How many of you glad that there is summer at the end of this tunnel? Jehoo! Hallelujah. Summer, I'm, I'm like, you know, I, 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 I ride motorcycles, and I'm looking at my motorcycle, and I'm looking at the ground, too much ice, and I'm like, oh, praise the Lord. That season is soon upon us. Seasons. And there's seasons in the spirit as well. And there are two words for time in the Greek, the chronos and the kairos. You guys all got notes? Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, ushers. And the whole team, media team, love you guys, appreciate you all. So chronos is a time in sequence. Amen? So your clock right now, it's 11.45, and soon it will be noon. Amen? And then it's chronology, it's time, it's passing. Hallelujah. At 6 p.m. tonight, we're going to be in our new building forever. Hallelujah. And so their chronos is the chronological time, what we, what we measure with our watches. Amen? And there's kairos, which is specific time and special moments and seasons. And today, we are in a kairos moment. This last service here, and even for us, and even for what God is doing in Eagle River, it is a kairos moment for us. That even as this stage of, of, of this church, you know, because how many know, we used to be in the barn, you know, 15, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, I came in 2014. So we used to be in a barn. It was a blue barn. You see the you know, excavator in the video tearing that thing. That's where the church used to be. And then we grew and we came here. And now we've outgrown this place like seven years ago. Praise the Lord. Listen, you're going to be rewarded for the time you spent in line for the bathroom. Just so you know. Ladies more than the men. 
But anyway, and so this is a, a Kairos moment where God, you know, a, a turn is a page is being turned here in Wasilla and it's being opened up in Eagle River where we're going to go to the next level. Hallelujah. And God is going to give us, can you guys say amen with me, please? And encourage me. Amen. Hallelujah. Where we're going to lengthen, we're going to expand. And what God has done here, he's going to go through there. We're going to go down into Anchorage. They're going to, God is going to impact Anchorage. I see even the Sullivan Arena from being a, a, a homeless shelter turning into a revival center. Hallelujah. I see that in my spirit. I have no idea how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Hallelujah. By the way, if you live in Anchorage and you're here, so glad we have a prayer center in Anchorage in the morning so you can join us for prayer. God is doing great things. This is the Kairos moment where God is coming in. He's visiting us. There's an outpouring that has been going on here in Wasilla and it's reaching out like the word, that, the oil, that like it, the oil that flows from the North Slope down to Valdez and then, you know, to the lower 48 and the, all the parts of the world so the oil of Zechariah will flow. That's why we call it Project Zach. The oil of Zechariah will flow. The oil of revival that's going to touch Wasilla, the heart of Alaska. It's going to go down into the lower 48 and to the every corner of the world. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, God is already doing that. We had a mission trip to Brazil. We've had mission trips to the Philippines where God, from this place, people are sent out. Hallelujah, to work miracles, signs, and wonders and bring what God is doing here in every part of the world. It's a Kairos moment. Kairos moment. Pastor Gil said it was a Kairos moment. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You see in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, it says, to everything there is a season. And we have entered a new season and a new year with the word of the Lord that is elevation. The year of the Lord for our church is elevation. There's going to be supernatural elevation in every area of our lives. Hallelujah. And if you will believe it, you will enter into that. God has already begun to do that in our, you know, personally in my life, in my business. God is beginning to raise us up and put us, you know, as a, as a beacon of hope for this state. And we've entered into that. And as a church, as an individual's, who are part of this church, we are entering into a new season of refreshing and outpouring. Let me tell you, this is a new season of refreshing and outpouring from the king, from the, the throne of God. Hallelujah. Now looking at the text that we read, in Isaiah 28 is a chapter of contrast because God wants to refresh them, but they are intoxicated with the world. God wants to bless them. God is speaking to them. God is leading them, but they're too busy with everything else that they got going on in their lives. It's very easy to miss the outpouring if you're intoxicated with the world. Praise the Lord for blessings. Praise the Lord for the goodness of God. It's meant for us to enjoy. But it's not to, you know, it can also choke. The lure of wealth can choke the word of God working in your life so you are unfruitful. You will notice that. Hallelujah. And the subject of the message today is don't miss the season of refreshing. Don't miss this season of refreshing. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, don't miss the season of refreshing. I came here broken, broke, disgruntled in 2014. 
We had lost so much. We're mad at the world. I was. My wife is perfect. Praise the Lord. If anybody know Minister Rosie, it's like I didn't married up. Jesus, like, you know, helped me big time. Like, there's the miry clay, you know, and it's like I was below that. But he's, that's how much he's blessed me with, with my wife. She's amazing, and she's preaching right now in Eagle River. She's a powerful, powerful woman of God. Hallelujah. And you can miss the, the season of refreshing. And God has done so many things in our lives, has restored so many things. And there are people that were, you know, came in right around the same time, and I don't know where they are. They just fell away. They got upset. Oh, God is not doing it. has begun, you know, in doing moves of God. And today they're not even serving the Lord. Why is that? Because they missed the time of refreshing. You will experience the refreshing from the part of the Lord if you enter into it. Don't miss it. You'll notice that the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 14, 21, he's referring to the outpouring of the Spirit and the sign of speaking in tongues. And the key to the text is that people had a choice. They hear the word of the Lord or not. Would they hear the word of the Lord or not? You have a choice. By the way, the baptism of the Spirit of God, it's not a gift that is for some and not for others. The baptism of the Holy Spirit or your prayer language is a gift from the Lord to help us. And just as Jesus was baptized in water, when he came out of the water, the Spirit came upon him, you know, in a bodily form and rested upon him like, like a dove and he was filled with the Holy Spirit. So every single one of us, if you're a believer, can experience the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The problem is that some people have decided that, oh, that's, that gift is not for me. If that's you... Be set free right now. Maybe somebody told you something. Maybe you had a pastor that taught you something wrong. Listen, be free right now. I break that off now, off of you in Jesus' name. But it's your choice if you will hear the word or not. And by the way, Pastor Daniel, you can correct anything. You know, if you have any questions, talk to Pastor Daniel after. Praise the Lord. He'll set every, the whole world straight. Praise the Lord. But I believe I'm right. If not, Pastor will correct me. Now, the second passage in Joel 2, 21, it says the season of refreshing is marked by two things. Write that in your notes. One, dramatic personal changes. When you encounter God, when God encounters you, when you respond to that encounter that God has appointed for you, there will be dramatic personal changes in your life. When I came in, I had a beard and I was angry and I went to hit people. And as the word began to enter into my heart, I came. Minister Rosie, at the time, just Rosie said, like, oh, you know, it's such a great church. They pray. There's the power of God. I'm like, ah. Like, I didn't care. Sorry if that was rude. Can you strike that from the image? That's a sketch. But it's just, it's just where I was. And I remember, you know, that she said, listen, come. You know, you, you know the kids, like, the kids really miss when you go to church with them. I'm like, whatever. And she said, no, like, you know, and we came and, you know, Minister Micah at the time and Chanel did children's ministry. And, you know, and it's like, look, I'm like, oh, whatever. And he had like spiky hair. And, you know, and I was like, but it's like, there's just something about the people here. It was different. And God began to work in my heart. 
And I had a plan. I was going to, you know, I had credentials with the organization in which I signed that I would not smoke and drink while, you know, I had credentials. And so I was waiting for my credentials to expire so that I could smoke cigars and drink whiskey. That was my plan. And Pastor Daniel, one day he's preaching. Sin will lead you where you do not want to go. You will do so many stupid things that, you know, in your right mind, you will not even think about it. And I remember, and I think it was right here, and he had this shark skin gray suit on, you know, and it was just like covered in sweat. It's like, and the Lord, I had a friend, and he had, you know, he was in ministry, and then he resigned. And it was like, literally, no, no pastor can be intense, right? And then he started smoking, and then he started drinking, and then he still, whatever, you know, what was that? Then his family was destroyed. And then he started doing drugs. And then he died. And he was like right here. And then he died and probably went to hell. <laughs> and I was sitting right there. It was the white chairs or the cream colored chairs that are now in Eagle River. So it's like, you know, we're taking the same steps as we observed and follow in the steps of, you know, our leaders. And, I, and that was like, ugh, right in my heart. Struck to the heart. <laughs> I had to respond. I'm like, I'm going back tonight and repent. Listen, don't mess with sin and things that, you know, can get a hold of you and pull you into this dark hole that can destroy your life. And I rededicated my life to the Lord, and God began to do an amazing work in our lives. But there was, so there was a dramatic personal change that happened. So that is that God wants to do something for you personal, personally. God wants to bless you personally. Hallelujah. God wants to give you joy. He wants to give you peace. He wants to give you abundance. Abundance is the number one. There, right in your notes. Your jobs will pay well. What you do will prosper. The work of your hands will be better than everybody else's. Well, no, I'm just trying to be humble. Stop it. Be humble, but do good work. Hallelujah. Be the best. You know that God can bless you if you're reading the Bible? That he gave special wisdom to the men who were making the hammered items of gold for the temple? That they were excellent? Not only could they do it, but they were excellent and able to teach others how to do the same thing. It's the anointing that comes upon your life and enables you to do different th things that you never could do before. The abundance will come. The threshing floors will pile high. Come on, say with me, pile high. Our wallets will be piled high. I got a big wallet. I used to have a small wallet. But I observed that men of, you know, that statesmen have big wallets. So I got a big wallet. It's a pain in the neck, but it's a big wallet. Listen, don't get offended. I'm talking about my, my journey, all right? So I have a big wallet. Pastor Daniel has a big wallet. I'm gonna get a big wallet. Well, anyway, why is that? You see people doing great things, and you're not, I wasn't doing anything great. I was stupid. See, can't even say it right. <laughs> like, was not, there was no abundance. There was lack, and things were crushing in. I'm like, you know what? Come on. Abundance came in. Everything you do, God will prosper. And I remember when you went when, when in the journey as it began, it's like, you know, is that really going to happen? I don't know. But the best is yet to come. 
The best is yet to come. How you doing? The best is yet to come. I wasn't even sure of it, but I kept declaring it in my life. Hallelujah. Restoration, there will be restoration. God began to restore all things. He says, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. The great locust, your young, the young locust, the other locust, any locust, anything that tries to gnaw at your life, it is a time of outpouring and refreshing where all of that is going to be restored. Hallelujah. Receive it now in Jesus' name. I see a great restoration of families. You know that there's family from Molokai. There's families from Molokai that today in Eagle River, they're being impacted. The hearts of the fathers are turning to their children. The hearts of the children are turning to their fathers. There are families from Molokai that are getting impacted by the power of God in Eagle River and serving and full of joy and full of faith. And you see their lives being totally transformed. Hallelujah. By the way, Molokai was Pastor Daniel's first pastorate. Back in the day, you know, from Kula, he went to Molokai. You may have, been, have experienced loss in relationship or health, but God says that in this season, a refreshing, it will be restored. I love doctors, and if you're a doctor, don't get offended, but I don't listen to everything that doctors have to say. Prognoses, okay, prognosis, you got a prognosis or whatever it is, okay. Remember that men observe with their eyes, but God's on the throne. The devil's been defeated. We live in victory, and the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, not, you know, metaphorically rose from the dead, literally rose from the dead, abides on the inside of me and will quicken my mortal body. Hallelujah. And he will do the same for you. You may experience loss. Don't turn your bad experience into a theological reasonings. Well, there's the blessing of God. The Bible says, I know, I know the Bible says we're going to be blessed, but in my experience, if you hear somebody talk like that, run from them. Because they're going to defile your understanding of Scripture. And your experience cannot be elevated above the Word of God. My experience cannot be elevated above the Word of God. Hallelujah. His Word above everything else. And if he says he were going to be blessed, I'm going to be blessed. Now you stand, you know, anyway, if you stand in the water, you're going to get wet. God didn't make you wet. People say all kinds of things, you know, trying to, you know, oh, God made me do this. No, he didn't. Praise the Lord. Trust the word of the Lord. Good news in the season of refreshing that what was lost is found. Maybe you've lost some things. God is going to restore those things to you. Hallelujah. When we left Anchorage, we lost every contract that we had there. God has restored every single one of them double for half the work. It was a supernatural thing. Because when we left, the blessing of God left and judgment came upon the, you know, that maybe that's, you know, a little too extra. <laughs> Woo, Pentecostal today. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but seriously. When we do things, where we go, where our business goes, you get the supernatural favor of God. So let me say it this way. Wasn't judgment. The supernatural favor wasn't there any longer. And they're like, please come back. Baby, come back. And my wife is like, yes. She's an amazing log log logist with logistics and, you know, she's great with people. And she's like, yes, give me your arms and your legs and we'll do it for you. 
Double for your trouble. By the way, if you're a business person, amen, and you're a believer, you know, value yourself. Value what you do, amen? You'll help a lot more people by valuing yourself, you know, and doing market value than being, you know, giving people, you know, breaks that is not really helping them and it's gonna, you know, not help you either. Praise the Lord. So God will give you restoration. He will give you satisfaction. You will have plenty to eat until you are full. It's a picture of satiation. You will be satisfied. You will not lack in anything. You will lack in any, not lack in any good thing because the Lord will satisfy all your desires. I'm not talking about like, you know, some ethereal things like, no, I'm really hungry right now, but I'm satisfied in the Lord. That's not the blessing of the Lord. There's something wrong, unless you're fasting. Because if, if you have lack, you need to find out why you got lack. Hallelujah. So in this season of refreshing, satisfaction comes to your soul. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. Our pastors are blessed. Our staff is blessed. We pray. We seek the Lord. And let me tell you, you know what my worry is? You know what we travail with? You know what we you know, are, 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 um, are burdened with? Souls. Burdened with people. How do we get, you know, so-and-so to stop being stupid? Lord, help us. How do we get this hard-headed person to start serving God? Because in the service of God is where you're going to have the breakthrough that you're believing for. How do we get people to come to prayer? Lord, give us favor with people. They will know that when you pray, God will do things in you that will never happen any other way. The discipline of early morning prayer will do something in you, even though you may not feel it. I love a testimony from Pastor Kirsten. He was preaching, praying here, and it was a Monday morning, and he wished he was in heaven because it was like Monday morning. I don't want to be here. And it's like, you know, dry, and, you know, and somebody can like, when you were praying. And it, you ever had like an experience where it's like, man, that was the worst prayer service ever had? And he talks about how that's how he felt, and then somebody came in and is like, you know, Pastor, I had this vision when you were praying. It's like cannonballs were being shot from your, from your mouth. And it was destroying all the wicked things of darkness in this realm. Do you know? So when I moved to Eagle River, you know, we began, I began doing early morning prayer there at my house, in my living room. And sometimes nobody would show up. And so many times, not even my blessed wife. It was just me in the, in the, in the living room. And sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, at least three times a week, you know, and, you know, sometimes like, hey, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to sleep in. <laughs> I'm going to minister to, you know, Brother Pillow and Sister Sheets. Hallelujah. <laughs> and as I, you know, lay my back down, my head back down at 723, they're just soaking right now in the living room. The angels are just soaking there. I'll show up for, you know, corporate prayer. And so as I lay my head back down, the Lord spoke to me and said, if you don't pray, nothing's going to happen. Talk about a jolt. Talk about the kraken creeping in. It's another Pastor Kirsten dream. I've been deeply impacted by our staff here. And so, you know, and I, and I started to pray. And, it, you know, it hasn't always been, like, you know, seemingly glorious. But let me tell you, in the spirit realm, there are things happening. Hallelujah. Satisfaction. Shame will be broken. You will have plenty to eat and until you are full. 
And you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Listen, doesn't matter where you come out of. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Once you give your life to the Lord, you are made a new creation. There is no shame for you. Jesus took the shame on the cross. It belongs to him. And if he paid the price for you, you shouldn't be living in shame. There's no guilt. I have no guilt. Praise the Lord. My conscience doesn't bother me. I don't live in guilt. Hallelujah. You hear people saying like, oh, you know, I'm feeling guilty. I had an extra brownie. I don't have that problem. <laughs> I have the mind of Christ. So if I eat a brownie, I decided to eat that brownie. Hallelujah. I made a decision. So shame is not the proper response. It should be, you know, a walk or a run. We'll talk about that later. But there is no shame. There is no shame for those who are in Christ Jesus. So this morning, if you're living in shame, if you're living in accusation, know that that's coming from the devil, and I break that off of you right now. Hallelujah. There is no shame. There are things that I you know I've, I grew up. I used to be afraid of the dark. Not when I was a kid. Four years ago. I know, it's not very, you know, like, well, people are not going to really, I don't care. I'm trying to tell you that if you obey the Lord, God will do things. I'm not afraid of the dark anymore now. Grown man. <laughs> Let's just say it like that. I was a grown, blessed man. Taking the trash out, afraid of bears in the winter. No joke. I remember walking with Minister Carol. Minister Carol. Grandma, and I were walking in the woods, and like, what if there are bears around? I was like, what if there are bears around? I'm like, that's right. I'm just, I'm just, you know, concerned about you. <laughs> and fear would grip me, fear of darkness. You know why? Because my parents would say, my mom would say, as a, ki a little kid, you know, if you go in there, the boogeyman's going to get you. It's dark. Oh, so keep telling your kids that and ruin them for life. Oh, don't go there. Don't go in the grass. I rebuked my father, you know, kindly, because, like, my nephew was jumping on the grass. Don't go in the grass, the spiders. I'm like, hey, knock it off. I just got healed from, like, the fear of darkness, and you're inflicting that on you know, your grandkids right now. Come out in Jesus' name. <laughs> but what I did, I went in the dark in the sanctuary there in Eagle River, prayer by myself once again. And I turned all the lights off, and I began to worship God. I'm like, I'm going to worship God until this thing breaks. And it broke. Hallelujah. So God will give you, the shame will be broken. And I have no shame in sharing that. Why is that? Because I'm healed. And the reason I share is that if God healed me, he will heal you. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit poured out in great measure. You see, the gift of the Spirit released prophecy was a predominant gift in the Old Testament. Now God will reveal his will to you in, in dreams and visions. When you seek the Lord, the word of God is in your heart. He will reveal his will. It's called a rhema word. You read the word of God, you get it in your heart. He will reveal special things for you. Direction, he'll give you direction. He'll show you things. Hallelujah. So we see from Isaiah 28, at the season of refreshing of the spirit being poured out, but we have to respond to the word of the Lord and not let other things intoxicate us and cause us to miss out. 
please hear this, that you can miss out on this outpouring. You can be standing here and we talk about the blessing of God and 10 years from now, you're still in the same place you are because you, re you refuse to believe that God is able to do it for you. We have a phrase, learn from Dr. Morocco, doubt your doubts. Oh, I doubt that's gonna work. Stop, start doubting your doubts. What if it doesn't work? What if it does? Come on. Mark 4, 18 and 19 says, still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. You see, the deceitfulness of wealth, Lord has blessed us so much, really like crazy blessed us. We could be so deceived, you know what? We need family time. So, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, pastor, I can't pastor anymore because, you know, I'm, it takes too much of our time. And I need to focus on my kids, you know, and it's like, it's like when people stay home from family service night because, you know, they want to have family time and everybody's on the device being defiled. <laughs> you should come to family night service. We got an ample room. Well, it's family time. Listen, your kids need you, see you, Dad, serving God, worshiping God, crying in the presence of God, pouring your heart out in the presence of God more than they need to, you know, watch a movie with you. Now in the third passage, Ezekiel 34, Jesus, help me. And that's not what it says. I'm just praying because the time is. Jesus, hallelujah. Ezekiel 34, there shall be showers of blessing on the hill. There will be showers of blessing. We're entering into that realm today where there's going to be showers of blessing. Hallelujah. The hill was Mount Zion, and prophetically for us is the hill where our church is, where God is going to pour out his showers of blessing upon our lives. God is going to pour out showers of blessing upon your life. Three people. I had to buy a round of espresso for everybody last service. Y'all need some espresso too? All right, when I say we're going to have showers of blessing, remember the difference is if you believe it, you'll receive it. If you choose to enter in, you'll experience. There's going to be showers of blessing. Yeah. Amen. Like, I don't feel it. Who cares what you feel? Keep believing. Hallelujah. The blessings are tied to the house of the Lord. Understand this. That I will make them and the places surrounding my hill, verse 26, I will send down showers in season. There will be showers of blessing. It comes tied to the house of the Lord. So many blessings God has for us, it's tied for you to be connected to the house. And so many people miss out on that. Are you connected to the house? I'm talking about this church. Are you con I'm like, I'm connected to the kingdom of God. No, you're not. You're rebellious. <laughs> you don't want to listen. You don't want to receive correction. How many know we need correction? I was driving one day to prayer in the morning, and I was like, thank you, Jesus, that I know everything. And my theology is in, I got all my, literally this is what I thought in my heart. I have all my theological ducks in a row. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Gospel hands. And the Lord said, really? I'm like, huh? You have all your, how many, don't, don't raise your hand, please. How many have all your theological row, ducks in a row? You think you do. And that's what the Lord said to me. You think you do. But you don't realize that you're actually locked in in some 
you know, twisted understanding. One, you know, some of your previous leaders may have told you, and you're wrong, and they're wrong. See, they're not blessed as much as they could be. Cycles of, you know, brokenness and victory. Oh, I'm not. No, you're not. Why don't you stop with this nonsense that you, and, you know, and learn from me. Listen, the walk with God, we're always growing. How are you going to keep growing? It's like experts in business. Well, I'm an expert. And you do something, you know, and you may do it well. And then somebody comes along that does it better than you, faster and cheaper, and then you lose your business. People get mad. Like, oh, read that book, Who Moved My Cheese? Because you never grew. You never learned other ways. You never, you know, you went to the next level. And we're going to go to the next level, to the next level, to the next level, amen, as we stay connected to the Lord. Hallelujah. Be connected. Faithfulness and increase will come to you. You know what faithfulness is? Consistency. God wants to bless you consistently. But you must be consistent. You must be faithful. You said you're going to do it. Do it. Hallelujah. There's safety in the house. Verse 27a says the trees will yield their fruit and the ground will yield its crops. The people will be secure in their land. They will know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who enslaved them. So there's safety, there's faithfulness. Slavery is broken. Listen, the devil is trying to keep you bound. But you know that if you're a believer, that they, you know, every, you're no longer a slave to sin. So you need to renew your mind. You need to renew the way you think. And if you hang out, whoever you hang out with is who you're going to think like. Come on. Hallelujah. And there are demon spirits that want to bind you. It's called familiar spirits. You get a demon cast out of you. You know, the devil's not just going to leave you alone. He's going to try to get you and try to call you. I was talking with somebody and said, man, I, I felt like giving up. And right around that time, I was thinking about quitting, not, not quitting like life or anything, just like, you know, moving on from doing, you know, God's purpose in their lives. And right about that time when everything, maybe, you know, this direction, I need to go in a different direction. Right around that time, gets a phone call from their old, from their old boss. Hey, you want to come back? Listen, the devil will open doors for you too. Don't take him. Stay in. Hallelujah. A deeper relationship with God. You see, when you press in, you're going to have a deeper relationship with God. His presence says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Come on, let's say that together. Draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. God, you know, it's like God has already broken down the wall. He's already gone and, you know, rescued you. But when you draw into him, he will draw near to you. You'll begin to sense the presence of God in a greater level. Hallelujah. You'll experience God's personal care in a great way. He says, you are my sheep, a sheep of my pasture, and I am your God, declares the sovereign, sovereign Lord. No, the Lord loves you. He loves you more than your mom, more than your dad, more than your husband, more than your wife. He loves us. Hallelujah. So what do we do to experience this outpouring? So glad you asked. One, you got to choose to believe and obey. You got to hear the word of the Lord and obey. Leviticus 26 says, Then they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and that they, the Israelites, are my people, declares the sovereign Lord. Believe in Jesus and repent and expect God's refreshing in your life. 
It's an act of your will. It's an act that you got to present yourself as a sacrifice to the Lord, believing what he says in his word. The word of God is true. Do you know that Jesus rose from the dead? Literally. Do you know that Jesus was born in a manger? Literally. Do you know that he died on the cross? Literally. It's not folklore. It's not an idea that was concocted by somebody. Maybe you're here and you don't understand that. I want to tell you that God is real, that Jesus is real. And not only did he die, but he rose again. And he's seated at the right hand of the Father. And he is able to help you. He's able to bless you. He's able to transform and shower his blessings upon your life. And we are in that season right now. We are in that season of outpouring. We are in the season of blessing. Enter in. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Come on, look at your neighbor and says, don't be afraid. Face your fears. Hallelujah. If you keep listening to the media, CNN, BSN, ABC, DEFG, XYZ, whatever network it is. You know what's another one? Talk show radios. Conservative talk show radios. Some of you are so, you know, you gotta, if you're like, anybody, don't raise your hand. Anybody digging a spider hole? You need healing. <laughs> I bought a piece of land, middle of nowhere. Anybody try to come, zombies come, I'm gonna shoot them down. That's not God's will for your life. Pond, stockpile food. It's a good idea to have food, you know, saved in case of an emergency or whatever it is. It's a good idea. Amen. Now, like, you know, for years to come, because when the, you know, the meteor falls or the, you know, whatever it is, that's not God. How is it that Jesus took a young man's bread lunch and fed 20,000 people? And we got believers today in Alaska digging spider holes and buying 50 cal full auto machine guns in case somebody tried to steal my canned salmon. That's not the will of God for your life. Be prepared. Have guns. I love guns. I want more guns. Amen. BMG. That's the next one. Praise Jesus. Nothing wrong with that. Fully auto. Yes. Hallelujah. Ta 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 ta. Glory. It's awesome for the enjoyment of his people. But you're the solution to the problem. We're connected to the one who made the earth. Listen, recycling is not what's going to bring healing to the earth. Okay? It's not. It's not saving the environment. You know what heals the land? When people turn to God. When you turn to God, your, your land will be healed. Hallelujah. The blessing of God will come upon your life. It's not Mother Nature. It's Father God. We are stewards of nature. So we, you know, God cares about the bull who, you know, the ox that treads the, the field. God cares about animals, and I love animals too. And some of them, I love eating them. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's move on. Be committed to the local church. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, praise God. Hallelujah. Do you know that you praising God, you don't have to feel it to begin? You just have to do it. Just do it. Just praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And when you begin to take actions and praise the Lord, you know, if you're like, you know, my natural, like, you know, way that I am is like, you know, Eeyore. Oh, well. 
We might as well just give up. That's like my Nate. I can't, I can't do that. Otherwise, I'd be in hell and depressed. I can't do that. So I need people. I look to people that I'm like, what are they doing? They're doing, they're praising God. I'm going to praise God. They're going to pray. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. You can't go by what your natural, you know, my personality is. Great. Throw that aside. Put Christ on. And you do what Christ called you to do. Well, you know, per, you know like, I don't like people. Get over that. Begin to love people. Amen. It's like, well, I don't, I don't, I'm like, I, was, I used to be so awkward, Pastor Kirsten. And I can still be, so I learned shut up and you're less awkward. Really? I remember a conversation I had with Pastor Daniel. And he was saying, yeah, man, like, I got no, you know. Pastor Daniel's like, ready to go. And it's like, I got no crash and burn. I'm like, you don't? Wow. Me neither. I used to have lots of crash and burn. Like, you know, you mess something. I was like, ah, just run away. That like, can we be real? You don't have to be that way. You can choose to be who God called you to be and stand. And the thing is, when you choose to obey the will of God, his grace enables you to do what he called you to do. His grace enables you to live holy when you decide, I'm going to live holy. Hallelujah. The grace of God is not to cover every mistake you make. No, it's to empower you to live holy and do what God called you to do. So praise the Lord. Take time to thank God. Hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks to all the circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Every circumstance, are you serious? Yes. Give thanks. Well, how do we do that? Well, you know, don't give thanks that your engine blew up. But thank God, well, thank God that at least it wasn't the whole vehicle. Amen. Hallelujah. At least it wasn't my house burned down. Praise the Lord. And by the way, if you don't do your oil changes, what do you think is going to happen? It's not the devil fighting against you. It's your lack of preventive maintenance. Our problem is that we forget. You can forget. Like, I forget. We're, we Typically, we forget. God has done so much for us and blessed us. And you can be in the middle of the blessing, like, you know, eating chips, so blessed. You know, when you're like, oh, my life is so sad. No, you forget. You ungrateful thing, you. We forget. Begin to give thanks to the Lord. Like, you know, I, God is, you know, moving in us, you know, and I, I was born in Brazil. And for a long time, I loved cold weather. You know, and as, I'm, as my hair turns gray, I'm liking it less and less. And, you know, and it's like, especially when it's like three feet in three days. And so I'm like, I started griping. I'm like, oh, man, nothing's going to get God to, you know, pull his favor from you when you start griping. I started to thank God. Thank you, Lord, for the snow. You know what? I'm actually going to go swimming right now. Praise Jesus. Not right. I changed the way I thought about it. And I go, I go swimming at a lunar tail race in the winter. Why is that? Because I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to train my body to do what I need to do. Don't forget. Testify to others what God has done. 
If you're feeling bad for yourself, begin to thank God. Thank you, Lord, that at least I'm not all the way back there. I'm here right now. Look where you brought me. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, let me tell you, one day I was lost, but now I'm found. God has blessed me. He has rescued me. He has healed my family. You begin to testify. Revelation 12, 11, they overcome by the word, blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives unto the death. Refresh others. Do you only think about yourself? Do you only think about yourself? Or do you think about others? I don't have time to serve. I'm too busy. You see, the, the release of God's blessing in your life will come in your service as you serve, as you devote yourself to the Lord to refresh others. You know what? I'm fasting today, but I'm going to buy somebody else a meal who's not fasting. You believe, begin to believe God and move in that way. If you're going to experience refreshing, share that refreshing with others. Listen, we're in a season of outpouring and refreshing. And the question is, are you going to enter into it? What is keeping you from experiencing the fullness of God in your life? Whatever it is, you need to put those things away. If you're, having, if you're listing reasons right now, you're wrong. Obey the Lord. He will help you. He will help you overcome. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is elevation for us this year. And Dr. Morocco is going to preach a powerful word. I encourage every single one of you, be at church tonight. Bring your families, bring your children. Because we're not playing a game here. Hallelujah. We're literally going to take over this entire state for the kingdom of God. And let me tell you something. In the end days, the people of God win. God owns everything. The devil is not going to be on the upside. He's going to be scrambling to try to get, how can I make it? He's not going to make you fall. He can't trip you up. He can't stop you. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church of the living God. But if you give up in your own reasoning and not submit yourself to the word of God, you will not experience this outpouring in your life. If you make excuses why you can't, why it's not to you, why the blessing of God, you will never experience it. But if you will believe God and step into it, he will do great and mighty deeds in your life. You can't be lackadaisical. There is exponential outpouring coming. It's like going to be like a nuclear explosion of the blessing of God that touches everything and it goes on for generations. Hallelujah, when there's nuclear fallout, it's not just one day, it's 30 years, I think. I don't know, I'm guessing. But it's not just like one day. It'll, it's there for, that's the blessing of God. It's going to be like this nuclear explosion of blessing and refreshing that is never going to leave your life. You know, we travail today. You know why we travail? To see people enter into their, into their purpose in God. My family's blessed. I have peace with my wife. Hallelujah. My marriage is blessed. My wife is blessed. My children are blessed. My home is blessed. My vehicles are blessed. My bank accounts are blessed. And it, but it didn't used to be that way. But the blessing of God came as literally we've done these things, as we committed, as we've shored up to the house. When we came in, we were so broken. We started going to life group at Pastor Tammy's house at Scott Choir. Scott Choir is a Patriots fan. Go Pats. 
and he had a Patriots jersey on and cowboy boots. Now, I grew up in Massachusetts. We don't wear cowboy boots. And I'm like, I don't know if I can trust this guy. You can totally trust Scott. And I came and said, Pastor Daniel, this guy invited me to his house. Like, what is that all about? He's like, oh yeah, it's a life group. You should go. Okay. We went. The Lord blessed us. So much healing came to my life. We didn't know like, oh, did we talk too much? I don't know. What did we say? I don't know. I, we shouldn't go anymore. Literally, this is a conversation we had in the car because we were hurt. We were wounded. And it was like, and I'm like, no, we're going to go because I want some of that coffee. He's got a good coffee. Hallelujah. Trust people with good coffee. Hallelujah. And so we went and God began to work in us, you know, and began to transform our lives and we began to press in and do things like we felt uncomfortable doing it sometimes because of past hurts and experiences. But as we let those things go and begin to, you know, okay, they're living healthy. They have a good relationship. I want to have that, you know, Let's find out how they got it. And we began to press in and the blessing of God has never stopped. I remember that I used to hear, you know, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. I'm like, I hope so. But yes, the best is yet to come. And you begin to declare that over your life and we began to declare it over our lives. And let me tell you, the best has kept on coming. And let me tell you what, what else? The best is yet to come. So come on, let's stand right now. We're going to respond. And then we're going to take communion. Ushers, if you get ready, please. Hallelujah. The best is yet to come in your life. Some of you right now, you're so discouraged. You don't know how that's going to manifest. And I encourage you to take those notes. Make it yours and do those things. Show up. Come to early morning prayer. Begin to serve. One of the first things I, I knew, I had to serve. And I went to Primrose because I wanted to get away. I'm like, I never want to be in ministry again. I never want to do what I'm doing again. Too hurt. And I went there, and the first time there, Carol Conway, now Minister Carol Conway, preached when Jesus restored Peter. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. And I just wept as the Lord did a work in my heart. And I said, you know what? Yes, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And we kept doing that. Hallelujah. And the Lord has blessed us. And he's going to do the same for you. So I want to pray for you right now, worship team. If you all come on. If you're like, if you don't know how that's going to happen, you need to turn around. You need, a, you need God to come in for you. Hallelujah. And do something special in your life. Just raise your hand right where you are right now. Put your hands over your heart. You need financial breakthrough. Let me tell you, I got, the Lord has blessed us. You need relational breakthrough, husband and wife. Your marriage needs healing. God healed my marriage. Come on. Hallelujah. You need a new mindset because you, you think you're, you're led by old fears. Come on, lift your hands right now. God is going to set you free tonight, this morning. Come on, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Father, I release right now every single person that's raised their hand. From every bondage right now, I break it off in Jesus' name. I plead your blood over their minds and their hearts. I apply the blood of Jesus over your father's lineage, over your mother's lineage. I declare the blessing of the Lord. Let everything be turned around right now. I declare blessings over you. I declare refreshing over you. Healing in your body right now. Healing in your marriages. Healing in your finances. Father, I pray you would reveal in their hearts and their minds any idea 
that is contrary to your word, I, Holy Ghost, I pray you expose those right now. And as he does, he repent. Lord, I repent for thinking I'm good, for thinking I know, for thinking pride comes before the fall. I break that off your life now in Jesus' name. And I declare the blessing. I declare multiplication. I declare increase over you and your family in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give a shout to the Lord. Well, I hope you were encouraged by God's word. Thank you again for listening to Kings Alaska podcast. God bless you. For more great content, go to kcalaska.com and may God's face shine upon you.